Hi there, this is the Lesbian Review Podcast. This podcast is a spin-off of the popular review site, thelesbianreview.com, where we review the best books with leading lesbians, bi or queer women. This season is focusing on getting hot and heavy by talking about sex in lesfic. We will be covering a range of topics and chatting to author guests. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I am so excited to be talking today to Fiona Zed. She is the author of more than 20 novels, novellas, other short stories that are featuring women who love other women. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> this is part of a special series about sex writing in lesbic, but I actually want to talk first about the fact that you write across genres. Mm-hmm. Could you talk about like why that is and what draws you to the different genres that you're writing? Um, well, the most immediate thing that brings to mind is I'm just really curious like I love I read across genres and sometimes I'm reading something I'm like oh this is really cool to explore in this other direction and so a lot of times just my reading tastes lead me to branch out to this genre or this um, subject matter or other so yeah it's just my curiosity and sometimes someone would dare me to write something and I'm like oh I can and let's see what happens here what's an example of something that you have published that you were dared to write Let's see. Um, this one thing is like this femme short story that's now that's going to become a novel that's sort of written, but not really. Um, <laughs> magical femme. So yeah, magical femme. And just um, yeah. most of my my writing before had been a lot of sort of butch femme dynamic, butch femme romances, butch femme erotica. And I can't remember who it was. It was like you know, you fall into this sort of cliche, this like sort of like uh, not heteronormative kind of writing and so it would be interesting to see if you can write like a femme on femme sort of romance where it is also they're romantically linked not just sexually so I thought okay well let me do it and see what happens <laughs> yeah it was it was interesting yeah it was interesting it was fun it was fun that sounds pretty exciting you've written a lot of like erotica and some erotic romance mm-hmm. and I mean, I love, I love your superhero books. Anybody who follows my reviews knows that. And you've also, (laughs) I believe you've also written some paranormal. Yes, I've written some vampire things. And then I I wrote like a, like an odd mix of um, paranormal historical romance kind of intersection. That was also really fun. Rise of the Rain Queen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Now to get, I guess, back to sort of the main theme of the writing about sex, like that's, that kind of covers a lot of ground. Do you approach the sex writing differently depending on what you're writing and depending on the genre? Um, I usually let the characters lead what, what happens. And usually like as an example of like the, the superhero books that you, you mentioned, I consciously pulled back a lot from sexual description from actually like being so explicit with those versus my other books that were more so romance or erotic romance. So there was some sensuality in the superhero books, but like they weren't as deep, if you will, as I got with my other books. Mm-hmm. Just trying to prioritize the action and the, the intense plot and all that stuff versus the sexuality of the characters. Even though I was super tempted to, <laughs> to explore a little bit more with them. Maybe a follow-up short story someday. <laughs> yeah, I will be doing a reader magnet, which is going to be like a short story for the the Mercy books at some point once I get it together. 
Oh. Are you um, willing to say more about what that'll be about? I actually don't even know what it's about yet. It will more than likely have my main couple. But for now, I'm trying to wrap up, what is it, four projects <laughs> within the next <laughs> few months. And so I tend to, to definitely get that like, oh my God, squirrel kind of um, thing going on. So if I even think any more about that, I will get distracted from what I actually need to do. So yeah, I'll let them surprise me, which is for me the best part about writing when my characters lead me to where they want to go versus if I tell them, oh, this is the plot. You just do what the plot says. Mm -hmm. So something that some people may not actually know is that under the name Lindsay Evans, you're also writing for Harlequin. Yes. Which is its own kind of um, different thing. So how would you say the your approach like how does your approach to writing sex for that audience changes versus when you're writing for you know audiences that like to read books about women who love other women um i think well i I guess i'm assuming but like you know we we know the world knows heterosexual romance and heterosexual sex and i've been reading harlequin books since i was too young to read them, you know? <laughs> and so I know what all, like it's a dance that you do, dance that the characters do. It's, there's a certain level of, of explicitness that the books follow and that they books that they dive into. And there's a, a way that the romance happens and the sexuality and the sexuality, the sex itself happens actually. So it's pretty automatic for me like to write in that way. But when I write my Fiona Z books, most of them, it's almost like the sex is part of whether it's coming out or exploring self or truly exploring what it means to be in love with or have sex with other women, whether it's like a new experience or it's like something that has been building between a couple or triple, you know? So sort of like automatic writing versus something that is more of an exploration. Thank you for spending your time with TLR. We rely on the support of listeners, patrons, and advertisers, so please click on our links to buy, check out the show notes to find our Patreon link, and support our advertisers. You are listening to the Lesbian Review Podcast. We bring you the best lesbian books, movies, and music reviews on thelesbianreview.com. Are there any lesbic authors that you would recommend that are kind of your go-to or any actually specific books that you would recommend that you just think, you know, they get that sex writing just right. Like it's really good for um, how it fits into the rest of the story or. Interesting. Um, Wow. I mean, I immediately thought about Karen Callmaker. I sort of came out reading her and I wouldn't say she's like crazy sexual, but I do remember some of her books that was so sensual and so perfect mm-hmm. when, when the, the relationships became sexual, you know? Yeah. Um, in particular for me, I loved um, Wild Thing. Wild Things. Mm-hmm. It was so... Have you read that one? I think I have. That's the... Oh, I read so many books that now I'm like grasping, but there's like a politician involved. Exactly. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. I remember okay. really enjoying that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, I also feel like, um, gosh, a lot of classics are popping up versus things mm-hmm. are, are newer. 
Um, recently I read, oh my gosh, I'm going to totally screw up her name, but I know the book more than the author. It's called The mm -hmm. Sex Therapist Next Door. Ooh, Megan O'Brien. She's one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I read that recently and really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great yeah. one. Yes. So, and I'm looking forward to reading, reading more of, oh gosh, what's it called? The X. Oh, the X ingredient? Yes. Yes. I read part yes. of it and then I had to do other things and I was just like, oh, I need to read this, finish this book, but I didn't get a chance to. So that's also on my, on my list. Yeah, that one's very good. And actually the fanfic that it started out as, which like, it could literally never be published as it was, <laughs> which I think is why it got fully rewritten. Uh -huh. Do you know, do you know about where it came from? No, um, my friend B, Brenda Murphy, she mm. told me it was a fanfic. And, but there's so many fandoms I haven't even touched yet that I'm sure, I, which fandom fandom is it? Devil Wears Prada. So it was a Miranda fic. So uh, Miranda and Andy, mm -hmm. but where, but the premise was Andy finds out from Emily that uh, assistants have a job and they have, one of their jobs is that they have to get Miranda off. And so Andy <laughs> is like, she thinks she can be this like ice queen bitch. Fuck that. I'm going to rock her world <laughs> and she's going to love it. <laughs> so it was, it was written like before me too. And so it was one of those, uh. like I remember reading it and going, whoa. And like for, a, <laughs> for like a suspend all disbelief and like everything going on in reality, it was a great erotic fiction. But right. then I, when I heard it was getting published, I was like, how? <laughs> Um, so it's still up on archive of our own if anybody wants to check it out, but also the, the new fiction, like it's fully, it's fully rewritten. Mm. So it's very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. The bits I, I think I read the first couple of chapters to when she gets hired. Oh yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah, nothing okay. spicy yet. Nothing spicy yet. I would love to know what you think of the rest of it. Okay. When you finish it. <laughs> All right. Um, I need to finish my book first before I even read anything else. I'm so behind. Anyway. The curse of the author. The curse of something. There's so much going on right now. And um, I'm in Spain. My mom is in Florida. And so Florida is doing a lot of crazy, unhealthy things. And so I talked to her. She had a COVID scare the other day. So it's been just like crazy. And then, of course, you know, being here and dealing with what's happening here as well with the virus and trying to not be scared witless, you know, all of that. So, yeah. It's a hard time to be alive. Yeah. It's hard to focus on things that you need to be doing things like, you know, work, but that's, this is how we live. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Of course. Of course. Fiona, where could people connect with you if they want to reach out to you online? They can connect to me with me on Instagram, which is at FionaZed.com, F-I-O-N-A-Z-E-D-D-E. And so IG, Twitter, and Facebook are all like that at FionaZed.com, or at FionaZed rather. And then I'm at FionaZed.com online. We can see all of the books that I've written or that are still in print, actually. That is perfect. Thank you so much for joining me. Of course. Thanks for asking me. Stay tuned for our bloopers from this episode.
Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I am excited because today I am talking to Fiona Zetti. Oh my god, I forgot to ask, is that how you pronounce your last name? I'm such an idiot. <laughs> Sheena, we're gonna cut this part off. She's probably gonna use it as an outtake because she knows me. <laughs> it's Zed. <laughs> god damn it. I'm so sorry. <sighs> it's okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> um I apologize for not asking before we started. Uh, it's that problem of being the person who, did you do that too? Like where you grow up where you read so much and then you just assume this is, well, this is how I've only ever read it. This is how it's pronounced. And then you say it out loud and somebody's like, mm, no. Not bad <laughs> yeah, I think that's the curse of every reader, especially if you start reading young. Right. Like reading voraciously as a young person. Yeah, I've had that. There's so many words. I don't even know how to say them properly. <laughs> Yeah, no. because I, I read them first. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully it wasn't somebody's name. <laughs> no guarantees on that. <laughs> okay, we're gonna try that again. I don't know, I'm gonna stop and start again. She is gonna love this. She. Well, let's give her a laugh. This has been the Lesbian Review Podcast. Find more information on our guests in the show notes, as well as links to what we spoke about on this episode. And if you enjoy this podcast and want to see us creating more awesome content, then consider becoming a patron. Not only does this mean that we can keep doing what we do, but you will get exclusive content that doesn't appear anywhere else. You can find out all about it on patreon.com slash thelesbianreview. The link is in the show notes. That's all for this episode. Bye.